Hello, this is Dr. Layla. Welcome to Thrive, a podcast designed to help you do just that. I've been a family doctor for over 30 years and had a transformational experience when I discovered Gestalt psychotherapy 15 years ago. Since training in Gestalt, I have created Heart Matters with Dr. Layla, which offers group programs for women online as well as international retreats that support connection, growth, and adventure. If you'd like to see more of my work, you can check out my website at layladavis.com.au and also take a look at my YouTube channel. Hello and welcome. It's Dr. Layla here. I'm so delighted to be with you again today and to be talking about this topic that really interests me, which is how can we plant metaphorical flowers in our metaphorical garden? Now, I know that many of us are actually planting real flowers in our real gardens because there are no seedlings left. Seedlings are sold out everywhere. Everywhere that I, Everyone that I speak to across Australia says there's no seedlings available and even seeds are in short supply. So that's a really delightful thing that people are actually planting gardens again, which is wonderful. What I'm interested in is to talk about how we can plant metaphorical seeds and metaphorical flowers in our metaphorical garden and thereby support ourselves. I had a lovely chat with a friend this morning, actually a peer, we're doing peer supervision together, and we talked about this at some length because it's a topic that really interests me and I deepened my awareness of it through talking with her, which was just lovely. And there's a beautiful quote from Abraham Maslow. You probably know about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, but he has some beautiful work and one of his quotes is that at any moment we can either step forward into growth or we can step backward into safety. Or we can step back, I should say, into safety, not necessarily backward. But that choice is always available to us. The choice is always available to step forward into growth or to step back into safety. And often what ends up making the decision about whether or not we can step forward into growth is to do with how much support we have in our immediate sphere of influence or in our field. I'm going to use a piece of um, Gestalt jargon here because I think it's actually quite useful. So we talk about field theory and the field around each individual person, which is basically everything that you are connected with. So the people that you're connected with, your home, your work, the books that you read, every single thing that is in your sphere becomes your field. And some of us have very enriched fields and others have fields that are not so enriched. So I wanted to take this opportunity to really think about the kind of supports that many of us might have and some of us may not have and how we might start to look for those supports in the field so that we can make use of this challenging time. And the things that I came up with in my field that support me are definitely exercise. So yoga supports me enormously and walking and doing little Feldenkrais exercises and dancing. So I'm doing near near TV dancing, which is just a lovely way to elevate my energy and have fun. 
So exercise is in my field and it really supports me. The internet, obviously, is an enormous support. So to be able to con make contact with people through Zoom is absolutely wonderful. So technology and the internet supports me enormously. Nature supports me. I'm out in my garden every day, twice a day, watering the seedlings and the plants that I've planted. And the sunshine, the weather supports me. There's definitely people who support me, so my immediate family support me. And the government is saying that they will support me with money. Um, so there's a number of ways that I get support. The books that I read, making this podcast is support. I'm a member of a number of Facebook groups and a, a business coaching mastermind where I get lots of support as well. So I feel that I have quite a rich field and I've made a point to create the richness in my field because I know that I need it. If I don't have that support, then life can become very bleak for me. And in this current crisis with COVID-19, where we are relegated to our houses mostly and unable to have some of the social contacts that we would normally have, it's a good time to think about what is in your field. How rich is your field? What is supporting you? Oh, the other thing that supports me is music. So I'm making music. I got new strings for my guitar. I'm playing my guitar and singing. And obviously listening to music also supports me. And listening to podcasts. So I wonder if you were to sit down and just take a piece of paper and do a little mind map and write down all the things that support you in your field. And then take a look at it and think, what's missing? What do I need that isn't here? And then the next question to ask yourself is, well, how could I get that? So I'm going to tell you a little story about what I did at the beginning of, actually, it was the beginning of last year, and then I did it again at the beginning of this year. I really took account of my life and what was going well and what wasn't going so well and where I felt that I needed to increase my, my calories, where I wanted more, where I wanted more, full stop. And one aspect a year ago was that I wanted to sing more. I wanted to be much more intentional and deliberate about singing because singing is something that I love to do and it makes me feel happy. So I became very deliberate about it and I searched up all the choirs in the Brisbane area and I did some research into them and then I joined one. And I've been a member of that choir ever since, and it's been an absolute blast. We've had so much fun. On a Thursday night for two and a half hours, I get vibrational medicine. So it's a women's barbershop choir or chorus, and we sing very close harmonies. And it's absolutely hair-raisingly beautiful when we get the harmonies right. So I've increased my music calories, and that's made me so much happier. So much, so much happier. And I went through the same process at the beginning of this year and thought, okay, what do I need? And I'd been getting some niggling back pain and Achilles tendonitis and, you know, I'm not as young as I used to be, perhaps. And so I thought, okay, I think 2020 is the year of the body. Like, I want to explore new ways to look after my body and new ways to have fun with my body. Now, I've been practicing yoga for a long, long time and I have a home yoga practice every day, which has been lovely. But that clearly wasn't enough. There were things that were still not quite um, happening well for my body. So I did, again, I did a little bit of research and had a look around and saw what was nearby and what I might do and what interested me. 
And I know that there's a lady just down the road from me who's a physiotherapist who offers Feldenkrais, which is a beautiful, gentle practice of awareness through movement. And so I signed up to do that. And same thing, that has been an absolute delight. So I'm still doing once a week Feldenkrais classes with her and she's now taken that online and I have noticed after the first class my back pain went away it was just amazing so again I've been doing little Feldenkrais exercises at home which have really supported me I'm still waiting for my Achilles tendonitis to go completely away if anyone's got a quick fix please send it in so that and the other thing that I also identified this year that I wanted to do was I wanted to dance I wanted to feel joy and I wanted to move my body and I wanted to get more flexibility and fluidity. And so I joined a NIA dance class. That's NIA, N-I-A. And that was absolutely phenomenal. I managed to bring a couple of friends along. So we had accountability. We went on a Monday morning and we rewarded ourselves afterwards by having a coffee together. And it was all going very beautifully until this COVID-19 hit. And so now I have subscribed to Nia TV, which is oops, a wonderful thing. Sorry, that was my phone going off, which is a wonderful thing. And I'm now doing Nia TV 30 minute workouts three times a week. And we still have our coffee meeting afterwards, but we do it virtually by Zoom. So that's an example of how I kind of looked into my field and I really explored what's missing. What do I want that would enrich my field? How would I like to enrich myself? And then it just became a very deliberate process of going out and looking for it. Um, and, you know, I would even say that I've done this with, with, with friendship. I remember at one point thinking, I'm too isolated, I'm too alone, particularly given the work that I do, often with one-to-one -one clients, I spent a lot of time by myself and I work from home. So I decided that I really needed to see my friends more and that if I wanted to do that, that needed to be a deliberate thing. And so I started to create deliberate ways to contact my friends. So I'd love to see what your page looks like, what you've written down that is already there, that supports you, that's in your field, and what's missing, what you would like more of. Is it music? Is it dance? Is it friendship? Is it podcasts like this? What is it? And, and once you've identified that, how could you go about bringing that into your life? I'd absolutely love to hear from you. You can always email me or just drop a comment, I think, on this episode. And I look forward to all of us thriving by creating really enriched fields that support us and allow us to move forward into growth. See you next time. Thanks so much for listening. The best part of creating this business has been growing my beautiful tribe of people around the world. To find out how you can work with me online, in person, or internationally on retreat in France or Bali, check out my website, leiladavis.com.au. I really look forward to meeting you.